Checkity check, here we go. Welcome to the JR Show podcast. I am JR. Today, a first timer. I've never actually interviewed her before. Leanna Crawford will be my guest. The song Truth I'm Standing On is one of the best songs I've heard in the past couple of years. We are going to talk about that in this chat. Also, we're going to put Leanna in front of the piano for tickling the ivories. 30 seconds to do whatever she wants. I have no clue if she can play piano, but we're going to find out. So without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 13, my guest, Leanna Crawford. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all the kids, please put your little paws together. For a, This is a first-timer for me, is Leanna Crawford. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for taking a moment. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is so fun to be here. First-timers are awkward for me because you're starting to feel out, like, how does this person talk? How do they react? <laughs> and uh, But then once you get halfway through, you're like, okay, now we can get down to some good stuff and have a, a chat in front of the listeners today. So I let's get into it. I We do have to talk about uh, one of my favorite songs we're playing right now, The Truth I'm Standing On, which mm-hmm. will, has a, a tie-in to one of our listeners at mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the Joy FM, which we'll talk about. But let's lead off with, with a, a little icebreaker here, Liana. Okay. What was, what was the most tr- trouble you got into as a kid that you can tell us without... <laughs> I can be honest on here. To a I, point. Do- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a safe, a safe place. Is there one Ooh. moment you recall? Oh, I can think of seven. I, yeah. <laughs> I, out of my siblings, I come from a family of four. I got the least amount of spankings. Okay. But there was one time when I was very little, I tried to stick a fork in the socket, yeah. like in the like little oh, yeah. thing. And my mom yelled at me because she's like, didn't want me to get electrocuted. Yeah. And I just started crying. So I was a very like sensitive little thing. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, I can't, I, I don't know. That's like, well, one of my kids did that with a penny and my wife started to yell at them. And I'm like, no, 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 let them do it <gasps> because, because it is the last time they will ever do it. And we'll never have to have this conversation <laughs> again. <laughs> There's no words necessary here. Oh my goodness. Science <laughs> will simply teach the lesson here, you know? It's true. Yeah, but it's true. I do need to throw a disclaimer. Children, if you're listening right now, please do not do not test that. <laughs> not a good idea. Yeah, the Joy FM does not want to be held responsible for what I... Um, let's go... Before we get to truth, I'm standing out. I want to go... Yeah. No, let's, let's just talk about the relationship with Matthew West, one of our listeners, you, and how truth I'm standing on came to be. Yeah. It was one of our... A story where the story, can you just explain where that story came from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I get to songwrite with Matthew West, very, you know, yeah. not super well-known artist, but, uh, <laughs> one of the greatest songwriters in the world. Yes. Yeah. He's an incredible songwriter. Uh, and so I, I actually get to write with him quite a bit and I worked on my whole last EP with him. Um, and he is close friends with Carmen, um, him and his wife, Emily are, and Carmen shared the story of Joyce Kelly, who's one of your listeners yeah. and, uh, and just the story of her, her journey with, um, just walking with her husband through his battle with cancer and that she had shared that journey, um, on social media and on Instagram. And every time she would post a scripture, she would use the hashtag truth to stand on. And that just like 
when Matthew shared that story with me at that right, it just like totally blew my mind. It was absolutely incredible that 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 Joyce was going to use well, like two for two reasons, but many reasons, but like that she was using one, her platform to encourage others while she was going through that. But then also that she knew where her strength came from and she knew what truth she was standing on. And so then we wrote the song truth I'm standing on and it's been just incredible for yeah. me too. So uh, the EP came out in May. Um, how many songs on it? There's six songs. Six. Okay. All right. Let's, um, let's go. If you could finish this sentence for me, um, going through pandemic, lockdown, COVID, everything, the lesson you learned that will stay with you forever through all of that. Definitely was reminded to use hand sanitizer a lot more, yeah. which is good. Good. Right. I appreciate that. <laughs> As a germ freak. Yeah. Um, no, I think just one of the main takeaways for me was just taking for granted community and just even getting to meet inside of a church building together. I know probably a lot of us are feeling that, but just how special it is, um, to get to see people on a, on a regular basis. And so I'll definitely, I'm definitely thankful for any time I get to be with people, you yeah. know? And so that is something that I took away. Um, yeah. Introverts like myself, this was, it was heaven. <laughs> it, it was like to not be around anybody was great. <laughs> And believe it or not, I never hit a breaking point where I'm like, you know what? I need to be around. It never ended. For, I You're was like, fine. I'm like, this is great. COVID is the best for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like that other people are suffering from the meta, from getting it. Right. That's horrible. Right. But as far as lifestyle wise, yeah, I could see how people that need to be around people like, like we weren't made. As yeah. much as I'm saying, I feel like I was made to be alone. I think it's just because I talk for a living. Yeah. Like the, the just coming home, can't go anywhere. It was heaven for me. <laughs> but I know that's not normal. I mean, I, I got to go home and be with family in yeah. Washington State. So I, uh-oh. Didn't I not do my prep enough? I'm from Bremerton. <gasps> Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. my goodness. Born and raised 25 years in Bremerton, Port Orchard. Oh my gosh. That's Kitsap crazy. County. Wow. I'm, w where uh, are you at? Stanwood. So north of Marysville. Yeah. Right, my wife is Bothell. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. And we met in downtown Seattle. We both worked at Nordstrom on 7th and Pike. And I worked at Kiss 1061 and Star 1015. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that that's was That's crazy. Home. Oh my goodness. How did, I got wow. a whole sheet of prep for you. <laughs> And I have no That's incredible. I have no Seattle talk. Wow, there's I like feel like there's not very many people that are from yeah. Washington that live you just you moved across the very like the farthest oh, yeah. point that you could. It looks like I've got daddy issues because I'm going as far away from home <laughs> as possible and now I've run out of land. There's an ocean now. <laughs> there's nowhere else to there's go. There's nowhere else to go. I've stretched the country <sighs> as far to get away. There's no deep wound, but it does look bad. The, the, yeah. <laughs> If I end up in the Caribbean, you know it was really bad. He knows He's really running bad. from something. <laughs> from something. That is crazy. And she's from Bothell. Wow. Yeah. Inglewood or Inglemore. Okay. Inglemore High School. Wow. You're a little farther north, right? A little bit. North yeah, of so Everett. North of Everett. Mm -hmm. South of Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know the area. It's yeah. just a little farm town. Command right. Island, Stanwood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I went to school in Kirkland. Okay. So I went to a little Christian university in Kirkland. Fancy. Very, yeah. yes. <laughs> no, it was a sweet little school, but I love Kirkland. I yeah. would have, I mean, that place is very bougie. Am I allowed to yes. say that word? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, this is a good jumping spot here because I was told when I told somebody at the station that you were coming in, they said, ask her to talk about Mean Girls because just they were very impacted by the song and the story. So here I am in front of you asking you if you tell us about Mean Girls. Um, I was just watching a Instagram story actually of Natalie Grant, which is really funny, but she was talking about, I love her. Uh, she was talking about, um, she went to the doctor's office with her daughter and while she was there, she doesn't even know this, but while she was there, she, uh, saw an, another mom and daughter, um, like on the scale, like the daughter was on the scale and the mom made some comment like very loud about like the daughter's weight. And so Natalie like got on her story and was just like, that's not okay. And I've, um, had just been like thinking a lot about a song about like words and just the power of words and that words have the power to either build somebody up or really bring somebody down. And I think we've all experienced that in our lives. Like I think me as just even a little girl, like, you know, people make some offhanded comments sometimes and it sticks with you for years later. Like, and it's, it's crazy, but the continual reminder for me and what I wanted people to hear is just that that's not like, God is redeeming that and like his are his words are the ones that matter. And so that's where the song came from. So it's not about the movie Mean Girls, mm-hmm. but it is about the the Mean Girls that we've all had in our life. And honestly, sometimes what I've even realized is like the meanest person like that's ever been in my life is myself. And I think we don't like realize that we we really like God doesn't want us to talk bad about ourselves, too. And so like just like how can we not to like be like, oh, you got to love yourself. But in a way, like to mm-hmm. like because he loves you and you're created in the image of God. And when you are like, when you are good with that, then like you can love others better too. So, um, let's go with this one. Oh, you know what? I did know. I, I, I prepped late at like 2am last night <laughs> and I just wrote right here the word Washington because I did read, we were both, um, 25 years in the Seattle area for me. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's home. Mm-hmm. you know I love that. oh that's so cool <laughs> um but i've been living in florida now for 12 years and i love it and so the question i got for you is i don't how long have you been in the nashville area uh two and a half years okay and mm-hmm. so you grew up in pacific northwest mm-hmm. so at what point for you do you think you'll come to a place where you can change the word home like mm-hmm. is home something that's ingrained in somebody's dna or is it Oh, I stayed here and it was decent memories. Wow. Yeah. Uh, have you, you've only been here two years, but at some point, can you call somewhere else home mm. one day? Or do you think you'll always be from one spot? I don't know. I like, it was definitely the dream to move to Nashville. And so it's def it like, it felt weird at first. It's starting to feel like home, but I'm, I'm really close with my family and they all still live in Washington, except my sister and I who moved to Nashville together, which is so fun. Um, so I feel like I have two homes and I don't know if you can have two homes, but like in the most, uh, like we've started to have a church here and like just finding like good people that we love. And so I, they're not going to like this, but like my family back home, but I I feel like Nashville is becoming home. Uh, but I think I'll always be like a Pacific Northwest girl for sure. Like I'm me too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Pacific Northwest girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is kind of interesting because I, I lived in Ireland for two years and so that did not feel like home. Mm. Like I was miserable, homesick. It was just very Seattle weather wise, but I didn't have a good base 
there. I felt like an outsider. Then I moved to Nashville for three years and had the same experience you're having right now. Actually moved right about the time you're at right now. Oh, wow. And didn't want to move because to me, this was home. Like mm. I've been waiting my whole life to be in this community because wow. everything was perfect. And kicked and screamed coming to Florida. Um, but now after 12 years, I can start to mm. say the words, okay, Florida is now home. Even when I go back to Seattle, I don't see... I can go into a grocery store and not see one person. And it used to not be like that. You, when you go visit somewhere, yeah. you'll always see people from your past until one day you don't. Hmm. And it's like, whoa, that's a new feeling. Am I not from here anymore? Kind of a deal. Weird. So then it becomes yeah. a place. It's a memory bank. Mm-hmm. It goes from being your former home that now houses the memories this just got real depressing yeah. and I didn't mean for <laughs> No, but Don't it's cry. so true. I there is like, Kleenex behind it, No, even, I mean, mm. I think I'm still in the phase where when I go back home in our tiny yeah. little town, like I go to the grocery store and I still see people. Yeah. But that's like weird to think that they're all yeah. going to move away someday. Yeah, yeah. I'm just preparing you. <laughs> no, it's good. This, is, this hurts right. right now, but you'll thank me later. <laughs> just rip the Band-Aid. It's no. good. It's good. Um. Let's, I want to kind of talk to our audience who they're not musicians. They're not, they don't make a living with their voice or, you know, playing an instrument. So can we, we'll talk to them for a second coming out of a lockdown type scenario. Mm. Um, can you just tell the people how, how it's like out there right now for your artist friends that make a living touring, writing songs to pay mortgage, to pay rent? What is the landscape right now? post lockdown um yeah it's an interesting place (laughs) right now i mean i think just uh the the music music to me and i think a lot of artists and a lot of people like it's it's essential but not essential you know like it's we need it and i think it's such a gift that we get to do it but um it's it's just an interesting world i'm thankful for any I think we're all grateful for any like opportunity that we get where we're like, mm. oh, we can get paid doing this because yeah. <laughs> it's just it's weird. I think it's changed for some of my like artist friends of when they're going to release music and when they're going to like do certain things. And, and yeah. so and we've had to think about that, too. So I, I don't know. Yeah, it, I had a who was I talking to Jordan Feliz. He was you know, he was talking off mic saying, you know, I wrote all these songs. And so my checks through with all that quarantine my checks are still cashing. Like I can still pay my mortgage. Mm, I can still pay. Awesome. And, but he's like my band, yeah. their names are not attached to the river and right. love. So, right. he, so he's like, I feel bad because I don't, right. you know, yeah. so that's, that's gotta be in the town. Um, you know, there's the, so many artists that their living depends upon being out Yeah, and none of us saw this coming. Yeah. So, so it's grim. That's where we're going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's. I think it's hopeful. It's just hard. I was talking yeah. to one of my friends that that she just does live touring. That's like what she does. She works on the road. Yeah. Um. And she's like, I I just had another tour cancel. And so it's just a it's a weird yeah. time. You think what other skills do I have? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, can I d- walk dogs? Or yeah. Like, I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of landscapers <laughs> uh, when we're all done with this. Yes, everyone's gonna know how to landscape. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, this is called tickling the ivories and we mic you up over at the piano. We're fully aware. Not everybody plays piano. Some can just play. I mean, <laughs> we've had some artists do twinkle, twinkle little stars on the that. piano. And then Matt Marr will come in and play Mozart. Oh yeah. So it's all over the map. So you can take this serious. You can take it comedic. It's 30 <laughs> sec, 
30 seconds of whatever you want to give us okay over at the piano do you play it all a little bit but okay. I'm, I'm no matt marr no, so no i don't we don't yeah. have many that are as good as <laughs> so anyway we'll see what you've got as uh we go get mics up <laughs> no pressure yeah <laughs> All right, here we go. Tickling the Ivories with Leanna Crawford. 30 seconds to do whatever you like. Um, are you going to go with something from your childhood, perhaps? Or are you just going to make it up? Or we're, oh, What's the plan of attack? Oh, I didn't even think about making it up. We're yeah, going to go... Uh, we're going to go with Jesus Loves Me. Okay. Is that... I think I've heard it. Yeah. You think you have? You think you know this? That's Matthew West, right? That is Matthew West. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus loves me, this I know. For the... Oh, that's not the right one. Sorry, one second. <laughs> Maybe it's Tomlin. Maybe that's Tomlin. Okay, hold on. We have a better song. Okay, for you. Can you play The Truth I'm Standing On on piano? I can. Do you want uh, that? The chorus? <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. <laughs> this is the truth I'm standing on Even when all my strength is gone You are faithful There you go. <laughs> Tickling the Ivories with Leanna Crawford. Tickling the Ivories. All right, wrapping things up with Leanna Crawford. Um, again, the, the song Truth I'm Standing On has been one of my favorites so far Thank in 2020. So Thank you. Um, and so EP came out in May. If you can, if you can spell Leanna Crawford, you should be able to find <laughs> uh, the EP on places you consume music and the song Mean Girls as well. And are you getting any kind of sense of when you can start booking anything for at some point getting out again? Or is it just yeah, wait? It's just kind of, it's, it kind of varies. It's like some stuff is able to happen and some stuff isn't. And I know that some of my artist yeah. friends are going out and maybe doing even like social distancing things, which is, you know, great. So it just kind of depends. It's a yeah. weird answer. It's like, there's no like, yeah. yes, we're doing it or yeah. Okay. Which is like very much, I just need to trust in Jesus. Yes. <laughs> like we're all like, okay. That's the, that's the lesson for us all, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. It's been uh, great to finally get you on and uh, appreciate the time. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Leanna Crawford, a first-timer, first-time guest, and we made it. We did it. I love her. She's quite spunky. Turns out from the same home state. So if you like this podcast, we appreciate the good rating. Thank you so much. We would love for you to share it with a friend. Also, don't forget, hitting subscribe will allow you to be alerted when a new episode is available to consume. Let's talk next week. First time on the podcast, a sibling team, very talented group from Alabama called Kane will be joining me. You won't want to miss it. Again, hit subscribe. Follow us on Instagram as well. And until next week, peace.